Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. What's up, y'all? As you can tell, we're missing somebody here today, David. It's girl power today. Yes, it's girl power, and um, I promise we didn't communicate on <laughs> wearing our hair in ponies today, but here we go. Showed up with ponytails. Like mama, like dada. Yes. Come on, somebody. So, um, you know, today's going to be a great day. It's going to be how we focus our day and move forward. Um, you know, before we get started, we're going to be talking about spiritually, physically, and relationally fit. We're going to be touching on that. This is the recap of extra credit of that series that they went through. And I wasn't part of Game Changer at that point. So I, I this is a new discussion for me. But um, when I was trying to get things together for this morning, um, one of the things is a quote by Dalai Lama, which says, just one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole entire day. And how do we start those positive thoughts? Most of the time, they have to be encompassed by good things, godly mm-hmm. things, you know, maybe the fruits of the spirit. So I, I think that, you know, how we start our day has, is an indication of where it's headed. However, it's the amazing thing is if we can get ourselves aligned, even if we start out rough, we can align it back to being a good day so we can create it. But uh, I'm going to let Ashton start and yeah. we'll kind of go from there. I hope the team inside here is going to input and yeah. help us. We, we don't have the talker. David's usually the talker. <laughs> but um, we're going to make this work, guys. I'm glad she can say that because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, exactly like she talked about. Number one, I'm really excited because we don't get to do this often. Like we literally, this is our first time doing it together. So I'm super excited. Um, But uh, just like she said, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of different aspects of health and um, even one of them being emotional and mental health as well. And um, I think this is super important because I think even, you know, if we go down the route of like how she was talking about physical health, um, financial health, relational health, it all starts with our mindset. It all starts with our mentality. And actually the Bible says in Romans 12 too, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve that what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so um, I think even with that, you know, like when we're talking about the um, just health in general, going over all the different little sections of it, I think we should start personally with the, with the mind because when you go um, to the mind, you know, if you have a bad mindset on something, it can just change everything. You know, it can go from being like, um, I'm trying to think, you know, I'm going through this difficulty and it goes from being just, I'm going through this difficulty, frustrated and upset, to I'm going through this, but I'm going to be coming, but I'm going, I'm going through this now, but I'm going to come out better than I was. And that's perspective. And we kind of talked about that a little bit about perspective recently. Um, but, you know, when you change your mindset and you allow not just you to change your mindset, but you allow the word of God to begin to change your mindset, it says we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. And so when you, you know, are you being transformed? Like, think about it. Like, take a second to pause where you're at. Are you actually taking time in your life and in your daily um, routine and in your daily walk with God? Are you taking time to allow him to transform you and renew your mind? I think we have to be open to that. So I think even, you know, sometimes I think we can read the word of God and, and renew our mind, but then we could try and make it fit in the mm-hmm. way we want it 
to fit for us. So I think it's really important that as we renew our mind that we also are open to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Yeah. Because, you know, there's diff- definitely been seasons where scriptures have meant different things to me at different times, depending on what's going on in my life. But, you know, sometimes we, you know, we're going through a situation, we try and find scripture to justify our stinking thinking, right? So we we believe, oh, yeah, you know, and we kind of made a joke about it a few weeks ago about talking, you know, asking the Lord to provide that we're tithing and we're asking the Lord to provide. And so we maybe had a bill, you know, and this is in Dave and I's younger years that were was due and we were short $200 instead of believing God for the 200 we spent the other money. And it's like, we're going to believe God for the whole. So that was kind of stinking thinking because he, you know, we had, maybe we had, let's just say there was a bill that was $500 and we only had 350. So we're still short 150 and we were trusting God and believing God that, Hey, you're going to make a way and you're going to provide. And then yet, instead of being a good steward with it, we changed our thinking and said, you know, God's going to provide, but he's going to provide the whole 500 and let's go shopping with this 350. So we also have to make sure that our, our thinking is awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, don't do that. Uh, I can often say that we have uh, lots of things not, what not to do. I can tell you what not to do probably a lot quicker than I can tell you what to do. <laughs> but um, because I learned the hard way and a lot of different things in life, but we have to make sure that the renewing of our mind more, that we're allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us in that season, because we can go and renew our mind in our own way versus allowing you know God to do that because it wasn't until we grabbed a hold of like hey yeah God can provide all things right but he also wants us to be a good steward so they all go hand in hand one of the things that I was really excited about in the series series is um, a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago I'm sorry in our office we have something called make it happen which is Tuesdays and different people in our office um, share you know what the Lord is doing in their life or what's been speaking to them and the person this week happens to be part of um, one of the departments that I'm I'm oversee and um, his message was on hope and faith and one of the things that are interesting to me is like you know hope is good but the word of God talks about hope deferred makes the heart grow sick because you can't just have hope you have to to encapsulate that in faith and action, right? Because if you have hope and you don't have faith in action, you really don't go anywhere. Well, I feel like being mentally, physically, and spiritually fit all go hand in hand. Yeah, and when I was I thinking this morning, I don't know why my word picture was, I was thinking of these three things being like ring around the rosy, like spinning around together. But if one let go, it's like you're not going to stay in a complete circle. Like mm-hmm. you need them all. Like you have to have your mind set, right? But you also have to be in, in those things, having your mind right, being spiritually fit and, you know, allowing the Lord to move and, and work in your life allows you to respond emotionally in relationships yeah, correctly. So if we're not, you know, fil- filtering our, our heart and our mind through the word of God and through, you know, what God says, you know, then we're not going to be responding to people in the way that we should. So instead of being, you know, angry about our situation, so we can be, who's been frustrated over a situation and then took it out on someone else had nothing to do with it. Absolutely. So Sorry, Matthias. I have never done that ever in my life. <laughs> He's I in would. the room. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, you know, all those things go hand in hand. Um, you know, you have to be physically fit um, because if you're tired and you're not taking care of your body and you're not sleeping, when I say physically, Physically fit. I know we most of the time go to being, you know, going to the gym, going working to, out every day, doing all right. those things. Yeah. That's not true. That's not being. Comp- that's that is part of being physically fit. But physically fit also has to but do it with start there. right taking care of you know eating properly, resting properly. I mean, that's one big thing. I, you know, Ashton and I we, we have we have a great relationship, but we also um, butt heads on a lot of different things. So when she <laughs> no. 
Very funny. Yes. It's a funny dynamic. But you guys can always tell on this podcast. The first five minutes or whatever. But that was one of the things I'm really big on. And I'm not necessarily someone that gets a lot of rest, but that was one of the things I always challenged her when she was stretching herself and wasn't getting enough rest without fail. Not her momming me on the podcast. <laughs> without fail, she would end up sick because I think resting is really important. So being physically fit also also has to do with resting. You know, we're in a rat race of life and we're going and going and going and going and we don't take time to rest. So rest physically and mentally. Um, there's a scripture that I pulled out that says, do you not know that in a race all the runners run? And this is um, the amplified version. All the runners run their very best to win, but only one receives the prize. Run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. Now, every athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. They do not win a crown that... They do it to win a crown that withers, right? Everything in this world is going to pass away, everything. But what's our race? But we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither, which is eternal life, right? So therefore, I do not run without a definite goal. I do not... I'm sorry, I need glasses. (laughs) I do not fail around like one beating the air just shadow boxing but like a boxer but I strictly discipline my body make it slit and make it a slave my slave so that after I have preached the gospel to others I myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service so that's really important because if we're we're, we're doing our running our race properly we don't want to run our race before people and then when we get in our own situations not run mm-hmm. it correctly and someone over in that corner over there sees me not behaving in a way it's contrary to what I'm preaching you know I want you know and and I'm a I'm not a preacher necessarily but I do try and live my life in a manner that causes people to want to look to God Mm -hmm. but I fail you know I say things I shouldn't sometimes I react in the way that I shouldn't but I think if I'm cultivating my heart and my mind on a regular basis to the word of God it helps me respond outside of what I'm dealing with. So in spite of what I'm dealing with, it helps me respond in a way that is appropriate and still sheds a good light. And I think even, you know, going off of that, like I think when we think about like the times in life where we're like, I just need to get myself together. I feel like I'm always constantly in that state, to be honest. I'm like, I need to get myself together. I have like, I live a mess. And um, I think the first things that we go to are like, okay, you know what? I just need to get myself on a schedule. I need to get super organized. I need to go to the gym. I need to do this. I need to do that and get these like checklists, like external things, which don't get me wrong. Those things are great. You need to get organized. You need to get a calendar. You need to get in the gym, like do all those things, eat healthy, meal prep, all those things. But even in this verse that she was talking about, I'm just going to grab the paper so I can read it better. Um, Even in that verse she was talking about, it says, now the athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. So even there in in the scripture, in 1 Corinthians 9, it talks about how it starts there. Like it starts in a disciplined, self-controlled mindset. And um, I think we try to go so often, we go to go to these external things, like getting in the gym, like, but... Like, why don't we, I think as believers, like, the Lord has made it super plain and clear. Like, it starts in our minds. When it starts, it starts at the root of it, where it comes from. We have to first change our mindset before we'll ever see success in the gym. And it's not about, you know, the gym. Oh, I thought she, she was waving to me. <laughs> um, it's not. <laughs> 
Ezra. If you guys are watching uh, not audio, you know what's happening right now. Um, But that's funny. But it's if we, um, you know, everything like that starts in our minds. And I think we instantly will try to go to fix the problems in our lives and and the issues in our lives that we're facing on an external level. But really... Like, just like the Bible talks about in Romans, it, we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. And then, like, what it, the thing is, it's not just, like, I changed my mind. You know, I changed my mind about today. Yes, though that does. You can make your mind up about certain things like that. But it's literally changing your mindset on those things, on stuff like working out, on stuff like getting emotionally healthy, on stuff like getting financially healthy. It's cha- When you change your outlook and you put it on a perspective that comes from the Lord, like, you know, with our finances, like, if I give to God— my life is blessed and it's not about you know financial blessing per se only but the lord will will see uh, when you obey the lord and you get your mind in obedience fixed towards obedience to him and what his word says you you instantly are blessed like you are living a blessed life you'll see the blessing of the lord walk over just wash over your life because you're walking in obedience so when you change your mindset to obedience when you change your mindset to you know you know I'm whatsoever I eat or drink or whatever I do for I want to do it for the glory of God and that's where you get your perspective from as far as your physical health like it's not just I want to lose weight so I look better I think there's a purpose behind we have to find like those meanings behind it and those purposes behind it like no I'm going to do this because number one it's worship it's worship to get my myself um physically in check I'm going to do this because I want to live a long life that, that I can share the gospel. I want to t- steward what God gave me and take care of my body because it's a temple. And I think when we begin to view everything that we do, even um, from that perspective, we begin to see those things change. And that's where it comes from. Um, I would say start somewhere. Almost yeah, when you start, start feeling like you need to make adjustments in all these areas that almost can be overwhelming so start somewhere I think sometimes we get so overwhelmed from how do I do that that we just stay immobile and don't do anything we just sit and wait and like oh my gosh how can I do that and I can be that way I I can almost be paralyzed if I have a lot of pressure on me it almost will paralyze me until I get my mind right and go you know what I got this God's with me I can handle it okay let's let me just break it down in a manner, like, there's an old saying, how do you eat an elephant? I don't want to eat an elephant. Let me clarify. I don't want to eat elephants. Um, but um, it's one bite at a time. You're never going to conquer that thing all at one time, but one one bite um, at a time. Each little piece, one checkbox. So maybe I think the first thing is you, you have to make a decision of what areas you want to change or to grow in or to to improve in. You have to make that decision first. Then you get you have to be committed to it. Like, I'm committed to this. How many people have New Year's resolutions? Like, okay, this year I'm going to get healthy. And I'm you know why they, those don't happen? It's because they did not change their mindset. Yeah. It's It came from a place of, I want to drop this 15 pounds because I don't feel good about myself. Yes, that's a great reason. Like, go do that. But don't let that be your only reason. Like, where's your why? Where's your why? Why do you get up if, out of your bed every day? If your why, why is you only things? to lose 15 pounds, you're going to accomplish that why extremely yeah. quickly. Yeah. When I'll give an example. This year, when I started this year, I went in with the mindset of, you know, I've, I had goals as far as weight loss and things like that, but I didn't go in with the mindset of, I just want to lose this weight. My goal was I want to be more healthy. My daughter's getting older and I don't have the energy to keep up with her, especially as she gains energy, as she gets more active. 
So I wanted to go, I went in with the mindset of, I just want to be healthier overall. It wasn't just, here's my sub goals, which is weight loss. Here's my sub goals. Here's what I want to get to at a certain point as far as like my fitness level. But it was never my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal was I want to be healthy overall. And I set my mind. I, I made that decision in October. So I said, I've got two months to have fun and eat what I want and, you know, I'd be merry and just, you know, go nuts. But the moment January 4th hit, which was the first Monday of the year, that moment, my mind was made up that I was going to start that whole process. And I've stuck to it. I've had weeks where I haven't gone to the gym as much. I've had weeks where maybe I haven't stuck to my eating plan as much, but I've had weeks where I've seen huge growth. And the biggest thing is you have to set your mind that this is what I'm going for. This is what I'm going to do. Once you set your mind to it, everything else becomes easier. You may struggle, but understand everybody struggles. You know, that was one thing I've talked to a lot of people about. Um, people have asked me as I started working out, as I started losing weight, well, you know, it's hard for me sometimes. It's hard for me some days. There are some days that I, last week my trainer was off. So I, I, told, I joked with her that I didn't have the added pressure that my trainer wasn't going to see me at the gym all week. But last week was one of those weeks where I literally went to the gym once out of six days. I did not want to work out. It was one of those weeks. But this weekend, I hit it again. I went back into it and I'm back to... <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading comments on YouTube as I'm talking, and I think Dave's a that comment. Must Dave. That must be Dave comments, because that Diana lady is hot. Just came through the comment feed on YouTube. Oh, uh, you, you have that's to, a, It's a good point. You have to make a decision, but then you have to be committed. Yes. You know what? There, if you're not committed, your you know your decision really doesn't go very far. That's like kind of what I was talking about: hand in hand, hope and faith. You know, your your decision yeah. is kind of like hope. You can have it, but if you don't make a decision and put it into action right and be committed to it, mm -hmm. um, you, you're not going to get very far. And I think having people, I think what's really you know interesting about that is what you said was that you're a trainer is an accountability. Get someone that's an accountability person for you that's going to hold you and help you and spur you on to walk out whatever goals you're trying to accomplish. Um, you know, Ashton told a story. She was in a... Um, I guess it was a maybe a leadership meeting. And he said that Pastor Aaron, when he made a decision to you know change some of his eating habits, he didn't change overnight. Yeah. He made one decision to stop drinking soda, and like for a year. He's like, I'm not not drink. I'm not gonna drink sodas. And if you know our pastor, if you guys have seen him, I'm, I don't know if everyone is. He is like fit, like. It's like a lot of people like are like, dang, I want to look like Pastor Aaron, like as a male role model. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I don't personally. <laughs> nothing to do with him. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be masculine. But he made a decision and that started. And I think sometimes when you make a little goal and you accomplish it, it helps you get to the next one. So I've never been, you know, Ashton in, in high school and stuff like that, she'd want to go on these like fad type extreme diets like I'm not going to eat this this and this and what was my response to you always I'm not even going to entertain this <laughs> no no I want to hear this story work. I am totally against like extreme cut everything out because I, I, I think it's unmanageable like it's just not manageable people you, you can't just take remove everything that is joyous like cookies you can't remove them all right <laughs> what, what purpose you know for Ezra would be zebra cakes you can't remove zebra cakes bro don't touch my little Debbie's bro <laughs> so <laughs> his little Debbie's you can't remove them completely but it's about making adjustments and having those things and you know and modifying 
or in lim- in small limits. You can't eat, you know, or at least I can't eat zebra cakes every day. I don't know if I really want to eat them. I'm sorry, Ez. But that's not something I can eat every day. You know, there's a, and everyone's race is different, right? So, you know, David, I meal prep on Sundays for the week. And so he, um, <laughs> zingers, yeah, those are good. Yeah, coconut. Um, but at coconut, it's like one of my weaknesses. I love coconut, anything. You can roll anything, coconut chicken, uh, cauliflower I don't care not really don't do that but um I meal prep and the thing of it is David you know it'll be like Tuesday he's like yeah I really think I need um portillo's and I'm like I hope my no. trainers our trainers watching today yes the other day he called me out of my pumpkin loaf on the podcast and our <laughs> trainer heard it so just sorry I had to that's that that's out. right here that so mid midway he's like I need um you know portillo's why I have a cheat meal. You choose a hot dog. I have no idea. Like my cheat meal is going to be pizza or Mexican. It's not just. I can't do pizza anymore. Not not to not to detract from your point, but I can't do pizza as my cheat meal anymore because I realized that I can eat entire pizza and still be hungry in two hours, and it drives (laughs) me. I remember that story. It drives me insane. But he can make those little adjustments. David can have Portillos once a week. I'm sorry, I'm squealing on you. And then he can also order cookies for the office and have those once a week and it won't change he'll be fine at the end of the week it won't make an impact on him if i look at david's cookie and portillo's at the end of the week i have i feel bad about myself and i have two more pounds on me like it was he ate it it wasn't even me but my point to that is everyone's race is different so don't compare yourself if you've made a commitment to do something and you know you have an accountability partner maybe you're doing this together you know maybe you won't Maybe you're not going to progress in the same way, but sometimes like here from a world standpoint, man looks at the outward, right? He looks at the outward of what we're doing, but who, who knows that sometimes people's outwards can be really seen put together, but their inwards really yeah. ugly. So don't compare yourself because maybe outwardly someone looks like they're advancing, but inwardly they're not. And really at the end of time, what's going to matter? Our outward is not going to matter. It's going to wither away, right? It's going to pass away. It's all going to pass away. And what's going to be left is what internally our relationship and what we did is going to be what's important. So, you know, I think I think it's, it goes back to still, again, putting our mind back to and, comp- and, and putting our life back in the context of what does the Word of God say um, about this? Pierre Scott, that's awesome. Double cheeseburgers, yes. Extra onions um, from Mickey D's. Those are, that's a good one. But um, <laughs> There's a, There was a comment a little bit earlier um, from, I believe it was Eddie. Um, it's like, it's still up. It's a little bit up. I've been holding it in the back of my mind because it was just something super powerful. Um, up, 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 still, sorry, guys. All right, there, um, maybe a little bit down. Yeah, keep going. It's like right there. Yeah, okay, right here. So he said, taking the pause to be, to renew, be still and follow God's voice. That's good. And I think that's super important because, um, if we're not getting those things from the Lord and allowing the Lord to speak to those things in our life and even asking, like, you know, there was a season I think where I, about my physical health, um, I literally had to ask the Lord, like, Lord, like, I don't like working out. I don't like eating healthy. Like, help me, help me. And then he began, like I said, to give it to me as a perspective of worship. Um, and it totally transformed instead of it, instead of it becoming about losing five pounds or losing 10 pounds, it became about like, I want to have a better, 
I want to live a better lifestyle where I can give my best everywhere that I go um, and giving my 110% in everywhere that I go. And it became to just trickle in everything that I did. And then honestly, like I stopped wanting to do it for such a long time because I was like, I just like allowed myself to get burnt out. I lost sight of the why. I lost sight of the mindset. And I didn't stay continually renewing in my mind and allowing the Lord to renew me and renew me and renew me. And so I want to even encourage you, like as you maybe are going on a journey of maybe it's physical health, maybe it's mental health, maybe it's emotional, financial health, whatever it is, um, hold fast to the word of God, hold fast to the why that he's placed. And if you don't have a why, ask him to help you get one. Say like, Lord, like I know these are good things to have in my life and in place in my life. Help me get like a why from it, from you for it. Like help me to have a why that you place in my heart, that you place in my, you know, help me to run with this, this that you've placed in, in me. Um, and I think when we begin to do that, uh, we will see those things naturally go and naturally continually being renewed. We see our health get better because why it's not because we are these gym. I'm not a gym rat that loves to eat healthy, but it's, I'm going to try to worship. I'm trying to give my going to give my best knowing that this is going to be nourishment to my body. And I'm going to tell you, I fail at times. You can ask any, anyone probably in this room. Um, I fail. At I'm times not commenting. I'm commenting. Listen, I'm newly married trying to find my routine. Okay. Ain't nobody going to get me on my here, journey. I think this is really good. We're going to run out of time and I hate that, but that's really a good point. But here, here it goes. Seek ye first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and his righteousness and all the other things will be added unto you. Every part of you, from from top to bottom, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, that's the, that's the promise of the Word of God, to seek Him first, and all the other things will be added unto you. Um, someone put on here, Kayla Williams, I lost 50 pounds in high school and try, try and gain acceptance from a toxic group of people. Even after losing the weight, I still wasn't accepted, but I learned I still felt better by working out and eating healthy, so I continued to do better, and overall I overcame an obstacle I thought was impossible to do. Advice to myself, don't allow negative negativity to be your boost to do something that you already wanted That's want so to do. Good. That's such that that That's bottom good. part is such a powerful thing because it's true. And you know, I've been evaluating that even in my own life. Like who in my circle is pushing me or compelling me to do the work of the Lord or remain true? Who who, in what circumstances are causing my thinking to sway outside of the context of, of God and the Holy Spirit and the Word of God? So I think, I think it's so really good. important. Don't allow toxic people to direct you allow the Holy Spirit to direct you and and pick up nuggets. Hey, we all fall, right? We all run into Mm -hmm. and make bad decisions because of other people or by our own choices. But here's one thing. Here's hope. The hope is at any point you have the ability to pick up and change your course with the help of the Lord. um, I tried it this morning. So our pastor, um, so I started going to Radiant. I've been going to Radiant online. I started going in person a few weeks back and I took his reading method because he's he challenged everybody in the church to do proverbs over the next month i'm a few days behind i'm going to go ahead and admit that i'm a few days behind on when we were supposed to start um but i started day five i know i'm a few days behind i didn't say a couple i'm a few days behind all right don't don't judge me you know but i i I applied his method he calls it the soap method this morning and what i found out and why um why i found out it was so important this morning is um soap it stands for uh, let me pull up my notes because I had Scripture, actually observation. observation, application, and prayer. So I wrote through all of that, and you know, but I realized when I got to prayer, the prayer part when I was actually writing it out, I was writing it out, but I was also saying it out, and I realized the things that I'm actually struggling with are mm. not the things I thought I was struggling with. It wasn't, 
it, in a weird way that that prayer was almost like a therapy session with God where he didn't even have to say anything. I was literally talking myself into understanding where I was messing up and what I was missing out on. Hmm. And it was, it was a very big thing. So um, I think Eddie said it right off the top in the beginning of the comment. The first thing in the morning is prayer. Hmm. Um, I, I woke up and I basically this morning I woke up and told Alexa to be quiet and snooze for another 10 minutes. That was mm-hmm. the first thing out of my mouth. But the next thing was I woke up and said, thank God I woke up at least on time because I can't go to the gym later, which means I have to go this morning. But I took the time to do that this morning and I'm happy I did because it really did make me realize when I got to that prayer point in that method, what I was missing out on and the things that I really was struggling with in my life. And I, it, that's why it's so important in the morning. I took away from what I read this morning and I t- had to take away and I found a way to apply it. But that prayer literally did make me realize what I was missing out on. That's perspective. And I will let you, you know, we're unfortunately out of time, but that goes back to perspective. And we, we've touched on it a couple different times, aligning yourself with the word of God and reading it, and then allowing it to speak to you, you know, reading the scripture, your observation of it, your application of it changes our perspective. And we change our perspective and align it to the word of God. Our days go better. Even if obstacles come, our perspective still remains on him. Mm-hmm. Just like the scripture, the story of the wise, the wise men, our pastor actually talked about this. The wise men built his house upon the rock. The the foolish, um, the foolish man built it on the sand. And when the rain comes down, the flood comes, what's going to sink? Is it going to be the guy on the foundation that's set by on a solid rock? Or is it going to be the one that's set on sinking sand? And really what the rock is, if you type into that scripture, is reading the word of God, but applying it to your life. Whoever takes these words of mine and, and does it, that it's like a man who builds his house on a rock. And so you have a foundation built on the word of God. And the reason it's so important, I know we're about to be out of time, but the reason the word of God is so key is because it's the words of God. It is the words of God. So when you allow God to speak in your situation, and I think there's a time and place for prayer in that as well, but God, when you allow God to speak to you, speak to your situation, speak to your mindset, speak to those things in your life, when you allow him to be the one to speak, things change in your life. And it's only by taking those things that he spoke and applying them. He can speak and things happen, but when he's speaking into your life, you take it and you allow, and you run with it. It's the truth and not an opinion. Yeah. And with that, Mike? Thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, also, if you ever want to learn self-control, come work at IPD because Dave does order cookies a couple times a week. And if you're trying to diet, it is one of the hardest things to turn down. That being said, if you guys want a daily encouragement text message every single morning, it is completely free. You guys can opt to it, opt into it anytime you guys want. You can text the letters EZGC to the number 813-522-3356. It is completely free. It's a short text message every single morning from Dave just to kind of pick you up. Um, to our live audience, all of your comments, all of the time that we see you guys saying stuff to us, it is probably one of the like biggest things that we get is like an affirmation of the things that we're doing well. So we really appreciate you guys being here. But in the off chance that you guys ever can't be here live with us, make sure you check us out. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts are the big platforms that we're on, but we're on almost every podcasting platform out there. Subscribe to us on your favorite one. You can always have us on the go. You can take us with you if you want to go. You can also go back and maybe if you're a newer listener, you can go back and check out some of our older series. To all of our people who are listening on our audio platforms, if you guys ever want and you have the desire to, you can join us live every single morning on YouTube and Facebook Live. Just search David Villa Game Changer. Come in, comment, You know, tell us how we're doing. Just 
you know, it's great that we actually have people listening with us live and it really does kind of uplift us as we're doing this. Summer 21 drop is up on faithgear.co. Make sure you guys go check it out. Like I've said before, once we run out of stock on the new drop, it'll be at least three weeks for us to be able to restock any items, even if it's just an individual one. So if you guys want it, grab it while you can. This week, our, our on Wednesday of last week, our newest Bible plan launched called Hold Fast. If you guys want, go check it out on the Bible, um, the Bible app, Bible.com, Uversion, any of those ver- any of those places you can find it. You can search Holdfast. You can also search David Villa, or you can go to the DavidVilla.me site, and we will have it there that you can go straight to. But thank you all for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast tomorrow. We will see you tomorrow as we do an extra credit on identity and labels. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.